0: Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. I'm Janine Bolin, and today we're talking about money, how to be mindful of it, and it's based on my free online course, The 10 Steps to Abundance. In the show notes, you'll see a link where you can take my free online course regarding money, how to be mindful of it, and how to stand in that place of abundance. Today, we're going to talk about step four, which is tracking those coins. Well, now that you've kind of worked on your purpose of becoming wealthy and that when you think to yourself, hey, I want to be rich, it isn't just murky. You can move on to making the necessary behavioral changes you need to that will stimulate more cash flow as well as help sharpen your focus on what you really want out of life. So you'd have more now rather than just I want to be rich. You've actually defined for yourself what your lifestyle is going to look like. So don't be afraid as you move forward in your mindful money aspect. Don't be afraid to just do basic math. I'm not going to be talking to you about algebra, differential equations, calculus. I mean, I'm an analytical biochemist by training. And so I'm used to doing high level mathematics. And it's amazing to me how many people really freak out just doing basic math. And I tell people, look, this is not about fluorescent lights and ACT or SAT and you struggling, trying to learn how to do math equations, anything like that, what I'm going to start asking you to do is what they call arithmetic. It means it doesn't require that you solve for an unknown anything. (laughs) So we're going to talk about some basic math here that needs to be done if you want to become a wealth accumulator, if you want to be what we call a habitual saver. So it's time to start tracking your expenses and your income. Now go ahead, roll your eyes and groan. All of my students do when I hit this stage of the lecture series and I start talking to them about lifestyle and tracking expenses and tracking their income. Everyone thinks that there is such a pain to track money, but guess what? I'll let you in on a secret. I have yet to meet a multimillionaire that doesn't track their money. Seriously, I have asked every multimillionaire that I have met point blank, hey, so And so, do you track your expenses? And their immediate response is, of course. And then they look at me like I have three heads for asking the most basic of questions. Why? Because truly, this is a basic principle. If you want to become wealthy, if you want to be a habitual saver, if you want to live comfortably so that you can do what you want to do, then you have to know where your cash is going and where it is coming from. True, many millionaires have other people that track their cash for them, but They pay them for this service so they can keep on doing whatever their particular missions are like. In my case, when I first started out on the wealth accumulation path, I had to do it all myself on an Excel spreadsheet. Well, now there's all kinds of apps and software programs that are free of charge that you are able to use to track your expenses. If you're self-employed, you've been doing it for tax reasons for a long time. You've done that for your business. It's now time to start doing that for your personal finances. There is a power of this knowledge, and since you're dealing with the second most powerful force in the universe, which is money, the first one is sex, and you see how well our culture handles sex, so you can see why our financial situation might be in a disaster. Well, I'm not here to help you with your sexual relationships, hey, but I can help you with your financial ones, <laughs> and so what I'd like you to do is understand the power that this knowledge of tracking your expenses and your income gives you. I have first-hand experience with this because in the early 90s, I worked for a retired CEO of the Johnson & Johnson Corporation. He was a man that was worth over $40 million in the 1990s. And I had the good fortune of learning from him how the rich view and truly handle money. It was a life lesson that, honestly, I never forgot because his habits were just... drastically, drastically different from anyone I had ever met. Every morning, he would walk into his office and take all the receipts of the previous days, and he'd take them out of his wallet and put them in a basket on my desk. At that point, I would enter them into a very specific Excel spreadsheet under various categories. And then once a week, I would print off a summary sheet, and he would look it over every Friday while he was planning his meetings for the following week. Now, once a month, I would print off a larger summary, and he would look it over and discuss it with his spouse. She, too, had her own report, and the questions I would hear them ask one another went something like this. Oh, by the way, I wasn't eavesdropping on them. They would leave their door open to the office, and I couldn't help but hear what was happening from my desk. So I just wanted to let you know there wasn't anything subversive here. They were very upfront about what they were talking about. So you'd say, so how did we do this month, honey? and He would ask, what kind of unexpected expenses did we have this month? This is something I wanted you to let to know. You will learn that as you track your expenses and your income, you will learn that there is no month that is normal. There is always an unexpected expense that pops up. So they would always talk about that. The third question he would ask is, are we happy with the way we spend our money? Are we online? Are we on track? Are we living according to our life purpose? Then he'd ask, is there anything we need to change or save up for? And the last one was, do we need to spend our money in any way that's different? So he'd say, do we need to do anything differently? So these were the basic questions they would ask over and over. So there were these one, two, three, four, five. There were these five questions they would ask all the time. So how did we do this month? Was there any unexpected expenses? Are we happy with the way we spend our money? Is there anything we need to change or save up for? And do we want to do anything different? These were these are five questions. Now, I want you to be aware that in these meetings, there was no judgment. They weren't judging each other. They were just reading through their list of expenses. They were looking at their cash flow. Now, why wasn't there any judgment? Because they both saw themselves as partners in spending their money in a way that moved their purposes forward. Now, this particular gentleman had five different nonprofit organizations that their finances were funding, and his spouse had her philanthropic organizations that they were funding through her estate. So they both saw themselves as being big philanthropists, and they handled their money as business owners. Any money they spent on themselves meant that, that money they had less money to give to their charities and their organizations. So The thing that I learned about these people that was stunning to me that I had never seen before in my life was that they enjoyed their money. They had nice cars and they went on vacations, but the focus of their money was funding their philanthropic work. It was at this moment that I realized how much I wanted to be a millionaire like them. They were both independently wealthy. They were both financially stable. They had married each other later in life. They had both established their own estates, and so they came together as partners, and I wanted that for myself as well. So I wanted to let you know that when it comes to looking at people who are multimillionaires, that the last thing they spend is on luxuries. First, they're building their businesses. First, they're building ways to have wealth accumulate, and then they spend money on luxuries. They made sure that what money they did spend on themselves was in a self-education and improvement way. This millionaire once told me, yeah, I finally bought myself a Cadillac, Janine. I just wanted a Cadillac since I was 15, and here I am, 62 years old, and I just got it yesterday. Do you want to see it? I mean, I laughed. I mean, how could I resist? I mean, this guy had purchased a car At 62, he could have bought decades before, but he waited until he had all his other priorities taken care of, and then he handed over the cash for this luxury item, this amazing white Cadillac with all kinds of chrome. I mean, it still makes me smile when I think about that afternoon standing there in the parking garage below the building he owned, looking at that Cadillac, and he acting like he was 15 again, talking about how he had always wanted that car, and that was something that I learned about a lot of the millionaires that I ran into They waited on buying luxuries at the end of their wealth accumulation cycle. In future episodes, I'll talk about the priorities of how you go about saving money, becoming a wealth accumulator so that you can afford the luxuries. But there is a process that millionaires use as they save their money and they do those processes first before they buy the luxuries. So it's very important that you use this powerful knowledge of tracking your money so that you know where it is going. The whole point of tracking expenses is simply this, know where your money is going. Right now, the reason you're so frustrated with your life and you feel so out of control is due to the fact that you have no idea where your money is going. You work and work and work, and at the end of the month, you have more months and not enough cash, and you don't see anything for your hard efforts. I mean, it's no wonder that you're discouraged. I don't blame you at all. So come up with a very easy system for tracking your expenses. Remember why you want to become wealthy. Remember why you want to become rich. You have a purpose for your life that is more than just being comfortable. The universe wants you to make this world a better place in some way. You may not know exactly what it is you're going to be doing, but you know that the money is coming to you for a greater good. So start tracking your coins, track the money that is coming into your life, and you'll watch as your expenses decrease and your savings accounts increase because you want to gain control of the money. And at the same time, you want your life to start making sense in a whole new way because you're now living for a different purpose. You're living to pay down your debt because you know that you're going to build for yourself a life and a lifestyle through the use of tracking your expenses. So I wish you much luck, and I look forward to the next episode where we talk about how you go about making a price book for buying groceries, and that is Step 5 in the 10 Steps to Abundance. This has been The Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the 8 Thanks for listening.